This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Financially Fit Business. Go to www.financiallyfit.business to grow your business profitably, build wealth, and analyze your monthly financial statements in less than 10 minutes a month. Thank you for joining us. Here is how we will help your business and you today. Today is Labor Day. It is the day to celebrate our team members who work with us. And for our industry, labor is a perishable commodity. No, I don't mean they're going to get hit by a truck tomorrow or something along those lines. But labor is something that if we don't use the eight hours that your team members give you today, we can't save those eight hours or any of those eight hours up and use them tomorrow. It's, you know, most of our suppliers, if we think about it, they have stuff, they have products, they have, you know, boxes, they have parts, they have all the things that are related to physical items. And so if they don't sell a part today, it will sit on the shelf and be available to sell that part tomorrow. We don't have that luxury. We are perishable. It's like a hotel room or it's an airplane. Although in the airplanes lately, you know, the airplane takes off with an empty seat. They can't sell that seat again. I mean, you've lost the revenue from that seat. And it's like a hotel room too. If a hotel does not sell out all of its rooms one night, they can't hold that revenue and, and sell that revenue again tomorrow night. So it's perishable. You have to use it in the day that we're given to use it. So what do you do with it? Think about the most important thing that you do every day. Yes, after looking at your bank accounts online, which I talk about all the time. But the second most important thing to do is to track profitable labor percentages. And what do I mean by that? So if we assume that your employees, your team members, give you eight hours a day, which in most cases is true, unless it's really, really busy and they're working overtime and things like that, which they have been this past summer in a lot of cases. But let's assume that we have the normal eight hours a day that they you know, work as part of your team. Of those eight hours a day, how many hours were actually billable? How many hours did they actually work taking care of your customers who, by the way, write your paychecks? So that becomes a really important number. And the, the next thing is obviously billable hours profitably because if you bill eight hours and you're losing 50 cents for every hour you bill, you're going down into the death spiral. So we wanna make sure that you're taking care of those hours profitably. Now, for those of you who don't have a labor force, and those of you who are, you know, maybe one or two people and then one or two people in the office and you're in the field and you're still doing billable work and you're doing office work and you're doing business work, so you're working on and in the business, I would like you to think about and start tracking of the hours that you work in a day, how many of them are actually billable. Because you're in your mind, you're saying, oh my gosh, I'm working so many hours and da 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 and things like that. 
The next question to ask yourself is, great, I may be working 10 or 12 hours a day. How many of those 10 or 12 hours am I actually able to bill a customer for? And you might be surprised once you start tracking that number. It might be a whole lot less than you think it is. And then you have a decision to make. Is it better for me to work on the business and hire somebody else to do the billing, i.e. the billable work? Or is it better for me to stay in the field and have somebody do the office type of thing? And if you are doing the bookkeeping, the answer is hire a bookkeeper, even if it's part-time. You are better served taking care of your customers and overseeing the books. I'm not saying abdicate responsibility for the book. I'm saying somebody does the day-to-day entries, which you don't have to do, and you oversee the whole process. You still write the checks. You tell the bookkeeper which checks you want written, and you still look at everything you sign and, and you know all the things that we've talked about over the years. But you are better served. Your company is better served. Your customer is better served if you don't personally do the books. All right? So think about what you're doing in the office, and can you pay somebody to do those tasks so that you can have a billable hour? Yes or no? The answer might be yes, the answer might be no. But if you can do extra billable hours by hiring somebody to do the mundane tasks that are in the office that you shouldn't take the time for, then hire that person. And if you need help hiring a bookkeeper, I have the booking, excuse me, bookkeeper test from the American Institute of Certified Bookkeepers. And if they don't pass that test, guess what? You don't hire that person. Email me and I'll be happy to give you that information of where you can go and the tests and the answers. So anyway, enough of bookkeeping. You get my drift in terms of, you know, what are you doing in those non-billable times? Can somebody else be doing it so that you can be billable? All right. You have five, 10 field personnel. How many of those hours are billable? Are they coming to the shop every single morning, shooting the breeze? You pay them for an hour that's not billable. That's not exactly a good idea and not a very good use of your time and their time. So there's a lot of things that you can look at once you start tracking their billable time. And when we get back from the break, I'm going to talk about the ways to make sure that you can profitably maximize billable hours. So thanks for listening to Contractor Sense on this Labor Day. We'll be right back. Many times, relatives are recruited to do your company's books without knowing how to do the books. Or you hire a bookkeeper who really doesn't know bookkeeping. If this is you, then your books are probably inaccurate. You probably pay more taxes than you should, and you rarely look at a P&L and balance sheet because you know they are wrong. What do you do? Have your bookkeeper enroll in Ruth King's Contractor Bookkeeping Basics. After completing this online course, your bookkeeper will know bookkeeping. You'll get accurate financial statements that help you make good business financial decisions. To enroll, click on the link in the show notes or call us at 770-729-0258. Enroll today. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Before the break, I was talking about the fact that labor is perishable. 
If we don't use all eight hours, bill all eight hours, we can't save one or two of those hours until the next day. They're gone. So what we need to do and focus on is to maximize those billable hours profitably. And the reason I say profitably is because if it's not profitable hour, then you're setting yourself up for failure. And the other thing that you have to be careful about is if you are pricing profitably, but you're only billing 50% of the time, then you're in a situation where, guess what? Even though you have profitable jobs, you don't have enough profitable jobs for the company to be profitable, all right? So be very careful with respect to billable hours, all right? So what we're gonna do, we're gonna talk about four ways to increase those billable hours. Number first thing to do is to track it. And the thing that I like to do, if you've never really tracked billable hours, is to do it. Do it for a month, do it for a quarter, whatever else it is, and put the number of the percentage up on an orange piece of paper or a yellow piece of paper, put it in the break room, put it in the warehouse, and just put you know 62% or 72% or 43% or whatever the number is, and don't say anything. Everybody is gonna get kind of curious. What's this percentage? What does it mean? And then what you'll do, number two, is explain it. All right, this is for every hour that I pay you, what percentage of those hours can we actually bill a customer for? And you're going to say, well, okay. Well, what's a good percentage? Because that's going to be the next question that comes out of their mouths. And my answer is north of 80%. That means from a service perspective, you can actually bill at least six out of eight hours a day, which is 75%. you know, you you just have to be careful with respect to how you deal with it. I like it north of 80%. I'll be very happy if it's north of 75%. So from a service perspective, from an install project perspective, if they're on a job for eight hours, they should have eight hours of billable time, maybe seven and a half hours. But they should be billable for almost, you know, 90 plus percentage of the time when you're dealing with projects and that they're there for the entire day. Service is a little bit different. And so they understand, and guess what? We're gonna track billable hours every single week. And so every week you put a different number up. If the number is like 40%, you need suggestions to improve it. You're not going from 40 to 80 overnight. It just doesn't happen. It will happen over a period of time. And I will give you the story of one of the contractors that I worked with. Uh, We were gonna start posting the percentages for each of the service technicians every single month. The three top technicians that been there the longest, the most experienced, da 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 da, had the worst billable hour percentages. So we couldn't just go and post billable hour percentages. They would have lost faith. They would have been embarrassed. They probably would have quit. And you know, you can't surprise me like that. So what we did was we went and showed each of them individually what their percentage was and what we expected the percentage to be and where they were in relationship to everybody else in the department. And obviously we took all the names off of it and said to each one of them, we're gonna post this in three months. Here's some ways that you can increase your billable percentage. And guess what? Their billable percentages all came up 
And so when we started posting it three months later, they were at the top rather than being embarrassed for potentially being on the bottom. So ask for suggestions for improvement. And I can promise you that the field knows ways that the office can help them improve the percentage. And the office knows ways that the field can improve percentages. You just have to ask. And the thing that I like to do also is to have a contest. I, you know I'm big on contests, but the, you know, this is something that they can all work towards. And what I like to do is not and make this a permanent contest. And here's what I mean by this. Let's assume you're at 50% billable right now. And we know we want to get to 80. So let's say when we get to 60% and we stay there for two months, everybody will get a $100 bonus. And I promise you going from 60, 50 to 60, you'll generate enough revenue to pay everybody their $100 bonus. When we go from 60 to 75% or, or 70, depending on how you want to do it, everybody else gets, at that point, a $150 bonus. We go to 80%, $250 bonus. And every quarter that we stay at 80% or higher, everybody gets a $250 extra in their paychecks or as a separate check or as a gift card or however you want to do it. This rewards them and keeps them focused on the fact that they have to have profitable billable hours. And it really, it's fun for the esprit de corps because you can do it, you know, one month you might give everybody a $250 Amazon gift card. And they'll look at it and go, what's this for? Because they have forgotten that the percentages have to stay above 80. And assuming that they do, your bottom line will be better. They'll be focused on it. And it helps with the esprit de corps. There's, you know, it, that's where that particular contest or bonus, if you want to put it that way, and it's not really considered a contest at that point. So... Think about making sure that every day after you look at your bank statements online, you make sure that you're thinking about, all right, how are we maximizing our billable hours profitably today? Or are we maximizing our billable hours profitably today? Without billable hours, without profitable billable hours, you don't generate revenue. It doesn't come from service. It doesn't come from replacement. It comes from those billable hours. They are perishable. And after the day is gone, they're gone. So happy Labor Day. And thank you for joining me. Choose one thing you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money, too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.